you can hear, creating a piece of content is not just about creating something pretty. As with all things marketing, there's a lot of time and thought that should go into what your content is, who it's for, and how someone will use it. If each of these things aren't working together harmoniously, you're going to end up with something that feels disjointed. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 29 of Startup Marketing. Today, we're going to continue building on last week's topic, long-form content. Last week, I took a deep dive into why long-form content is good for your business. This week, I'm going to talk about how to create a good piece of long-form content. Let's dive in. First, as a quick recap, remember, long-form pieces of content are things like blogs, video, tutorials, podcasts, ebooks, and guides. They help you gain visibility among your ideal customers and increase your brand authority and expertise. So how do you create a good piece of content? First, as with all things in marketing, you're going to want to start with your goals. Who are you trying to reach? What are you trying to accomplish? What is success and how will you measure it? Then you're going to identify your topic, but not before you get these other things done. When it comes to your topic, make sure to give this part of the process a lot of consideration. Don't pick a topic simply because you think it's necessary to educate people about. Do your research by talking to your ideal customer and ask them what their pain points or challenges are. Look through any data points you already have, conversations with current customers or clients, and draw out any themes or recurring questions you get that you could turn into a piece of content. For example, I get asked a lot, how can I promote my business outside of social media? So one of my pieces of content that I promote are is eight free strategies to promoting your small business. It includes social media, but additional opportunities that small business owners don't often think of or know about. Or save yourself a lot of time and look at the content you already offer. Is there anything that's already performing well? If there is, don't recreate the wheel or even start building a new one. Determine if there's any tweaks you should make to your content and repurpose it. This will save you a ton of time and energy. Creating a piece of content is not just about creating something pretty. As with all things marketing, there's a lot of time and thought that should go into what your content is, who it's for, and how someone will use it. If these things aren't working together harmoniously, you're going to end up with something that feels disjointed. The planning part is going to be the most important part of creating any piece of content. That's because the planning is what helps guarantee that you're creating something people will find valuable. If you create something based on your gut instinct and it flops, it's likely because you didn't do the work to research and plan it. 
After all, if you want to establish yourself as an authority figure, the best way to do that is by making sure you're addressing a pain point or a challenge of your ideal customer and helping them solve it. Okay, so we've got the planning part of the content out of the way. Now it's time to start thinking about creating it. You're going to have to decide if you want to create the content yourself or if you're going to have someone do it for you. Obviously, this is something you can totally get done by yourself, but if you're short on time or you have an idea for a really great piece of content like a video, but you lack the skills to help it meet its fullest potential, looking for outside help can really be a great choice for you. If you're going to do it yourself, make sure you look for tools that will help make the content creation part go easier and faster. Design tools like Canva, if you're not a designer, can help you turn out professional looking graphics and documents. Using a tool like Boosted or Animoto can help you quickly create videos that have a really professional polish to them. Or if you're an Adobe user or are willing to invest a small amount in a nice tool, looking into Adobe Spark can help you create presentations with a little extra polish on them. Each of these tools are either free or relatively low cost. We're talking like under 50 bucks to use. And they're going to help speed up the creation process while giving you a professional and polished look, which adds to the authority of your brand when you release your content. If you're going to outsource the content because you have the beans but not the time or the skills, then you need to make sure when you hand your project over to the designer that you've done all of your research and planning and you know exactly what the goal of your content piece is, who you're targeting, and what you want it to look like. This is going to help ensure that you get the highest product back from the designer. You want your product or your content to be aesthetically pleasing but also practical. You want your calls to actions to be clearly outlined easy to follow, and you want to make sure that your content is easily shareable and that readers, viewers, or listeners can easily get more or different content from you. So make sure, like I said, when you're outsourcing it, that you've got all of those things pulled together in your mind to hand over to the designer. And if you're doing it yourself, you're keeping those things in mind as you create your content. The final part of content creation is making sure you have a promotional strategy for your content. After all, you've invested a bit of time to do the research and create a really nice looking product and you want people to see it. Promoting your content could include sharing it on social media, promoting it on the homepage of your website, sending it out to your email list, paying for social media ads or Google ads, pairing it with an event, a contest, or a giveaway, promoting it in your physical store if you have one, or simply promoting it through traditional media channels like TV, radio, or mail. No matter where you choose to promote it, you need to make sure that you promote it consistently over time. A content strategy like this will take time to grow, so you'll need to be prepared to show up and promote, promote, promote that piece of content. One choice you'll have to make when you start promoting your content is whether it will be gated or ungated. And that's just fancy marketing speak for, are you going to require someone to give you their email address in order to receive your content or not? And this really is your choice. If you're not in a spot where you need to add a lot of people to your email list, maybe offering ungated content is the way to go for you. 
You probably also won't ask for an email address if you're doing things like video tutorials, blogs, or podcasting. You don't typically see people ask for an email address to view, read, or listen to content. So in those instances, asking for that email address really isn't going to make sense. But if you're creating a guide or an ebook, requiring that email address is pretty customary and will help you build your email list. And for those reasons, I really like those pieces of content, especially if you're just starting out building your email list. It's going to really help get some folks onto that list and help you build it over time. These also take a little bit more time to put together, so requiring that email address in exchange for the time you spent creating the content is really beneficial to you. All right, so it's pretty short and sweet this week. Creating a good piece of content is mostly about the research, planning, and promotion of the content. The design is really just the icing on the top, which probably isn't what most people think going into the content creation process. So if you're ready to get started creating your new piece of content, stay tuned for a guide. I'm currently in the process of creating a new resource library and startup marketing listeners will have an exclusive discount to access it. In the meantime, check out getauthenticbranding.com resources and look for my current downloadable guide that's free called how to build a lead magnet if you're ready to start immediately. And as always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review to help other women like you find this podcast. Until next time.